Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, June 4th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, you can go to Tina Mitchell events. Dot com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or more importantly, to connect you with the two guests that I have on the show today, please call the show at one 855 411 Again, that's one 855 411 or online at the And now for today's lineup. I will be having a panel conversation with both of my guests, Dan Wingard of John L. Scott Redmond, Washington, and Lynn Herkes of Wow Success Team Business Engineering. I'll also be having a separate conversation with Dan, you're right where you are and followed conversation with Lynn on business engineering. Also, if you're watching my show on Facebook premiere or the show YouTube channel, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce behind the scenes, my producer at Hubbard radio, Benny. Hi, Tina. Good to see you again. Good to see you. And my marketing director, Becky. Hi, Tina. I could not do it without both of them. There's a lot that happens behind the scenes. So a big shout out to both. Benny and Becky. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And as I do each week, let's start out today with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat apartment list published its national rent report this week, showing that rents increased by 1.2% in May and 15.3% year over year. Rents were still up 1.2% in the month alone, which is still around a 14.4% pace for the year and annualization. This report is for new rents. Renewals are going up high single digits year over year. Moderating inflation. The Fed's favorite measure of inflation is personal consumption expenditures showed that Headline inflation rose 0.2% in April, which is cooler than estimates at 0.3%. This caused the year-over-year reading to decrease from 6.6% to 6.3%, which was slightly beneath expectations of 6.4%. The core rate, which strips out food and energy prices and is the real focus of the Fed, was up 0.3%, which was in line with estimates. Year-over-year, the index decreased from 5.2% to 4.9%. This report is now 2% below the consumer price price index, which was last reported at 8.5%. Why? 
because it has much less of the weighing towards shelter costs and out of the pocket medical expenses. The next two months are tough on comparative basis, so we should see inflation moderate further. But the comparisons from last summer dipped to low levels, so we could see inflation start to increase again in the summer months before seeing consistent drops after September. Economist David Rosenberg brought up global home price bubble and deep housing recession. He cited a global real estate index that showed home prices gained in 5.4% in Q3 of 2021, which declined to 4.6% at the end of the year, hardly a recession, but rather a moderation in home price gains. Ivy Zellman, who has become a bit more optimistic on housing, cited that big percentage increases in inventory and her reason for home prices may come under some pressure, but percentages can be misleading. From what level? Well, if you had 10 homes for sale and it went up 20%, you would only have an additional two homes. But if you had 100 homes for sale, it would be 20. We are coming off record load inventory levels and inventory is still very tight. The active listing data goes back to July of 2016 when there were 1.55 million active listings nationwide versus 2.11 million existing home inventory, meaning that 73% of the homes counted as inventory were available for purchase. Today, there are 41 million active list listings versus 1.03 million existing home inventory, meaning only 40% of the homes counted as inventory are available for sale. This speaks to the fact that homes are selling fast as more inventory comes online, almost 90% of it is gone in 30 days. Now, based on active listings, there is much less available inventory out there than most think, and it speaks to an imbalance in actual supply versus demand. New home sales weight is the hardest part. We are seeing a global manufacturing slowdown, and after a week reading from the New York Manufacturing Index and Philly Fed Manufacturing Index, the Richmond Fed dropped from 17 in April to 14 in May, which was significantly lower than expectations. New home sales, which measure signed contracts on homes, were down 17% in April to 595,000 annual paste, which was in line with expectations. The report is actually weaker than it appears as there was negative revision to the previous month. So when factoring that in, sales are down 22% from the initial reported number. Year over year sales, they are down 27%. Why the big decline? Well, higher interest rates and home prices have had an impact, but uncertainty as well. It normally takes six months to build a new home, but today it's much longer and there's little certainty on completion times. People really make moving plans years in advance and rates are moving higher and the fear of a recession. Many are not comfortable purchasing a new home that is not completed and does not have a solid finish date. And to that point, while there were 444,000 homes for sale, at the end of April, only 38,000 or 6% are actually completed. The rest are either not started or under construction. It is a great time to buy. If you would like to discuss options on home purchase, please reach out. Tina Mitchell here, and that is your Money Chat. Thank you. Coming right. up next in the Money Hour, a panel conversation with Dan Wingard, John L. Scott, Redmond, Washington, and Lynn Herkes of Wow Success Team Business Engineering, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. <laughs>
Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional-sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You're listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, June 4th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere. You can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now on our show, panel conversation with Dan Wingard of John L. Scott Redmond, Washington, and Lynn Herkes of Wow Success Team Business Energy Engineering right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome to both of you to the show. Hi, Tina. Hello, Dan. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Really excited to have both of you on the show and love the panel conversation because it's an opportunity uh, for my listeners to get to know a little bit uh, more about about you together before we go into your individual segments. So, Dan, uh, I'd like to go ahead and start out with you. I love my listeners to hear of life experience and how that brought you into your line of work. So what life experience got you to where you're at today, Dan? Oh my goodness. I think it goes back to me getting pregnant is <laughs> where it started. I was a full-time musician and uh, my now wife and I got pregnant this was 26 plus years ago. And uh, so being a full-time musician didn't make sense for uh, raising a family, supporting a family and uh, moving to the next step for me or for my spouse. And so I got into real estate back in 1998 and uh, have had my own company, then did some coaching. And now I'm combining that with uh, working with John L. Scott in Redmond. Yeah. And for those of you that are watching the uh, show on our Facebook premiere or YouTube, you can see the video and you'll definitely see what's behind Dan, uh, musician uh, at heart and passion for sure, and brought that into his successful real estate business. Lynn, what about you? Uh, life experience that brought you into your line of work? Well, actually, it was I tore both my rotator cuffs at the same time and I had to get a different kind of job. So I got into luxury property management as an admin because that's all I could do at the time. And we started meeting all the vendors that worked for the company. And they found out that I was an engineer with a master's degree in business and project management. And they said, oh, you need to help me with my business. And that's how I got started. Yeah, I, I, I love a, a great story of tragedy that turns into a triumph for sure. 
So uh, Dan, what one popular entrepreneurial advice do you disagree with and why? Or what is one popular uh, advice that you have implemented and why it helps you in your business? Um, what comes to mind is the, the do me philosophy. So, and I'll explain a little bit. Explain the do me that, philosophy. Did I say that on the radio? You absolutely can. You just did, so you might as well. I forgot, I forgot to let the listeners, you've got a little bit of, uh, little bit of humor. Yeah. <laughs> Only for me, I'm entertaining myself. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that do things their way. They have their characteristics, their style, and it's like, do what I do and you'll have success. Buy my program, buy what I've done. And we're all unique individuals. And it's so easy to get caught up in the next thing or I've seen this person's success, so I'm going to do what they did and, and, I, and then expect the same results. So I just think the entrepreneurial's journey is really a, a journey of of self-expression, of self-discovery, and through the through the challenges and the different paths that we take, um, that's where the real juice is, and I think that's where life really opens up for people. And it can it can seem like if I just do this next thing, or if I just find this other thing, instead of recognizing the wisdom that's already within each and every one of us to know that next step is there and available if we would just listen to that instead of do me. Yeah, that is such great advice, uh, Dan, because in really, you know, listening to what your gut and your intuition is, is telling you, if it feels right for you, it falls in line with you as a person and what you're passionate about doing and also sticking with something. You know, I talk about uh, hitting a brick wall. You can hit a brick wall a thousand different times in a thousand different spots and nothing's going to happen. But if you hit that brick wall in the exact same spot a thousand times, you're going to be able to take it down. And so you need to follow what your intuition and gut is telling you that you're passionate about and then don't second guess and follow through and stick with something so that you can have the time to see that success, right? Yeah. And sometimes that um, brick wall has been with my head consistently. So <laughs> That doesn't feel very good, whether it's a thousand times in a thousand different spots or a thousand times in the exact same spot. But I'm good, still standing. You got, a, you got a good looking forehead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lynn, so what is one popular entrepreneur advice that you disagree with and why, or that you agree with and that you've implemented it and how it's helped you in your business? Well, actually, I disagree with niching and, and in a specific, very specific way. I think um, along the same lines as Dan, I think people are always coaching entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small businesses to niche, and they're doing it in a way where it becomes a limiting factor to their success. So when I first started, I tried to niche as well, and I found that I was actually more successful because of what I do to niche in a different way to find people who needed the services that I had in any industry and use the, the thing that I do as the niche, not just serving a specific industry because yeah. sometimes you have skills or passions or things that you're good at that can apply to every industry. And if you niche to one industry, you're not necessarily finding that niche that they're all talking about. You're just following exactly what Dan said, following what they tell you to do, but that yeah. isn't necessarily who you are or what you're good at. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, I would, I've, I talk about uh, who is your perfect market, not your target market, because, you know, really hyper-focused on who your perfect market is. That's not a niche. It's people that need your product and or service. They have the problem that you're currently solving. You're their solution and that's your perfect market. So really dialing into people that need your product and service, but maybe not going to a niche as in the, the uh, as a real estate agent, maybe not just focusing on investors, but focusing on people that are looking at buying or selling real estate. Uh, something on another note though, is in the mortgage industry, you might see somebody doing mortgages and selling real estate. Now, I don't agree in that. Focus on one that you're great at. You know, so um, uh, great advice, uh, Lynn. So Dan, you, not only are you a pretty darn humor, humorous guy, you also have a lot of really great stories and a story really, it helps people connect emotionally to a message. So Dan, I would love for you to share a quick story, a success story with one of your uh, people that you serve. I, I think what what comes to mind is sometimes the success, you know, we, I do the coaching and I meet with people, but what's really cool is just when you're consistently present with people, like it can be just a quick conversation with somebody that impacts in such a way or an encouragement, like with real estate, um, it can get be very discouraging in the in the beginning. And Looking back, there's people that are very successful now that didn't want to go out into the neighborhood because they got some bad feedback and just had just said, look, it's just one person and you care so much about people. You're bringing value to people regardless of what they're saying. So continue to do that. And to this day, they're having huge success and getting over that hurdle. Another area is just on the phone, connecting with people and having that um just sharing that it's it's the value that you're bringing to the conversation and getting past that uncomfortableness of connecting, feeling like you're selling um, can be so valuable. So it going back to just, is there a formula? Is there something that I did? I, I think it's just having that space to where people can recognize the greatness in themselves. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, really, really seeing it and stepping into that. And, um, and it just opens up everything for them. Yeah. Well, like we shared, you know, formula is who needs the product and service that you have, be strategic on that, and then have a high touch follow up and follow through plan when it makes sense for people and stick with a plan. Because just as Dan said, you know, there's many different uh, plans that you can use. The key is, is to have a plan and to follow through with that plan. And the plan needs to be connection. How are you connecting with the people that need your product and or service and build that emotional connection through that process? Uh, Lynn, what about for you a success story uh, with one of your clients? Well, I uh, started with a solopreneur in the coaching with horses field in the end of 2020. And she was successful and she had uh, successfully re-geared her uh, business, an in-person business, obviously with horses, to be online. She came up with a plan and she had it all working and she grew and she got overwhelmed. She was doing everything herself. She had three websites in three languages and five social medias that she couldn't manage. She was um, running four courses of, for facilitators a year. So we got together and we analyzed everything and took all of her stuff and branded her, solidified her, got her organized and optimized 
and got her some help and brought her facilitators that she graduated back in and she 10 times her income wow. in the last year. Oh, huge success. Yeah, absolutely. Reaching out and hiring the people uh, that you need that have the expertise to help get your product and or service, which is ultimately our message and how we're helping the community uh, in the most efficient way out to the market. So we have just a couple minutes uh, left here in our panel conversation. I'd like to ask one more question. Uh, Dan, if you could offer a first-time entrepreneur only one piece of advice, what would that be? Uh, just bring it, take the steps, take the next step and trust the process. Whatever it is that you're stepping into, you're going to learn and uh, mistakes are gonna happen. Hard times are gonna be there. Uh, real estate specifically, there people have a vision of what it's going to be when they get into it, and uh, and they run into challenges. the The biggest challenge is not connecting with people, and like you said, you know, have a plan. But really, it's it's connecting and earning the right to have another conversation by bringing value to that conversation to where that person will want to reach out to you. So, consistently connect with people and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Connect with people and have another conversation. You yeah, can't connect always. once and expect to, to earn that business. You've got to stay connected with valuable information that's valuable for them. Lynn, what about you? Uh, if you could offer a first time entrepreneur only one piece of advice, what would that be? Don't give up. Ooh, don't I'm give up. Change your course, change your pace, change your approach, but don't give up. It'll work if you keep it, keep going. Yeah, absolutely. I have say, uh, three mindsets and the last mindset is embracing your failures. And that has to do with don't give up. You've got to keep going um, and uh, learn through those process uh, for sure. Well, great panel conversation with both of you. Thank you so much. Uh, coming up next in the money hour, you're right where you are. Dan Wingard of John L. Scott Redmond, Washington, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Dan Wingard leads a high-producing real estate office with John L. Scott in the Redmond Town Center. If you have questions about real estate values, buying, selling, or investing in real estate, or if you're considering a career in real estate, you can reach Dan directly at 206-501-9728 or at danwingard.johnlscott.com. Again, that phone number, 206-501-9728 or at danwingard.johnlscott.com. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Dan, really excited to uh, share your wealth of advice and expertise with my listeners. So thank you for coming back into studio. Thanks, Tina. Yeah, and a little bit about Dan. He's always open to discussing the infinite and individual unique possibilities of creating a life that you love and the means of supporting it through real estate. Dan has been an influencer in my life 
professionally and personally. Thank you, Dan, for all that you do to enrich people's lives and the impact that you're making on our community. I personally will be forever grateful. And Dan Wingard is currently the office leader at John L. Scott Redmond. He has been a top producing realtor and leader in the real estate industry since 1998. Dan has a passion for bringing out the best in others. He provides the tools, resources, and systems for brokers to create a business and life that they love as they serve their clients at the highest level possible. He loves living in his great north, north in great Northwest with his wife, Laura, of 26 plus years with frequent trips to the sunshine as needed and his two amazing uh, grown daughters. Dan also loves writing, coaching, and creating music as a singer, songwriter, and drummer. And as I said, he's had such a big impact on my life. I just feel blessed, uh, Dan, to have you in it. He actually helped me produce my song, Dream. You can actually find it on YouTube uh, by going to Dream by Tina Mitchell. So big shout out to you, Dan. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tina. And so, Dan, in our... A show title, you said that you're right where you are. What do you mean by that? Well, the last couple of years, we've seen some changes, right? Mm -hmm. like, matter of fact, yesterday, just yesterday, I finally tested negative. Um, at, that was two weeks of being positive. Now, I like to be a positive person, but this was COVID. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was, I was glad to finally be negative fully. And, um, had minor symptoms, but was quarantined. Fortunately, I was quarantined in my uh, studio here, so it wasn't so bad. But, um, you know, life can seem to go on like it, it's supposed to be a certain direction and we're supposed to do certain things. And then life really shows up and COVID and the economy and war and all. I mean, there's, there's so much going on in our world right now that can hit us sideways and it can seem like it's just not right and it needs to be different. And so when I say be right um, or you're right where you are is that's where we always are in the moment, in the present. And from that place, that's where life really shows up. And it's so easy, especially as an entrepreneur or realtor to think, to look at everyone else and what they're doing, how they're doing, how things should be. And if I only was somebody else, then I would have a great life. You know, if I only if my life was different, there was different circumstances. And I just believe that every circumstance, every situation that we um, have the privilege of being a part of, and it doesn't always feel like that, too. And I don't tell people it's a privilege when they're having a bad day because mm -hmm. they're just completely disconnect. And there's some value in every moment if we can just slow down enough to embrace what's going on right there and understand that whatever we're thinking in the moment is not necessarily truth. It's just passing thoughts that are coming in. And it's so easy to buy into, you know, a passing thought that's always transitory. So understanding that wherever you are, there's value in it and, and um, settling down enough to be able to truly embrace that. And from there, tap into the wisdom that's available for that next step. 
Yeah, so true. Um, with every challenge is an opportunity with every tragedy that there's a triumph. I Years ago, I watched Steve uh, Jobs commencement speech with Stanford, which completely changed my life because I didn't have the understanding of with tragedy comes triumph. And he talked about connecting your dots. And if you're listening to the show, I'd encourage you to do that. It was life-changing for me um, and for the community that I now support. Uh, connecting your dots is going back to all your defining moments in life and being able to connect those dots. And what I noticed during that is every tragedy that I had, the ones that I found the positive on that I grew from. And when I didn't, it brought me down and spiraled down very quickly. Well, it brought me to writing my book and sharing my story of tragedy to triumph. So now that I know that it's true with every tragedy, there's a triumph on the other side, but whether or not you are able to create that space for yourself to find the triumph, that's the question. But once you understand that, then your tragedies, tragedies, you will always find that triumph. So, um, so true, Dan. So talking about real estate, um, being that that is your expertise and you uh, manage and oversee a lot of uh, real estate agents in our local market is now a good time to start a real estate career. We get that a lot. And we've seen a lot of people come into the business in the last couple of years because we've had a phenomenal, we've been blessed in the real estate industry and in the mortgage industry as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, just phenomenal business. Um, it, it looked a little scary for about a month going into COVID March, 2020, and then just skyrocketed and, and continued. So with that, when the market is good, we tend to see a lot of people getting into the business and, um, the what I will continue to say with with any entrepreneur or real estate broker is it, it's always going to be what you make it. You know, it the market's going to be up. It's going to be down. It's going to be sideways every which way. And it really comes down to what you are going to bring to the market. Mm -hmm. And you can create a great business regardless of the market. I had, you know, my situation back in. 2006, I partnered with a developer. And so we had all kinds of plats and then the market just stopped by 2008. So it was a completely um, different, you know, it, it was a failure, if you will, if you're looking at just um, the, the plats and the new construction, but there was the market of the moment was either bank owned properties or short sales. And it was just a quick pivot to this is a business of connecting with people, finding out what their needs are and filling that need. Mm -hmm. And because that was the foundation of my business, 2008 was a great year and moving forward. So as we're seeing things start to transition, um, it's an opportunity to bring more value to clients that have questions to really look at the news and say, what's real, mm -hmm. what's, what's real for you locally, and how can I bring value to each person that I have an opportunity to meet with? Yeah, and again, what we've been talking about a lot today with every challenge is an opportunity. So in a challenged market, there are hidden opportunities. It's finding those just as Dan said. And you know, Warren Buffett says, preserving your great markets so that you have the resources to gather in your challenging market. For you, it actually isn't challenging. It's your opportunity market, but the opportunities are not there like they are in the challenging to others market. So it really gives you a chance, as Dan's saying, you know, to shine out next to your competitors when it's an easy market, that can actually be your challenging market because everybody is out there. So um, it really is a, a great opportunity uh, for sure. You just have to set yourself up for success and a lot of the things that we've been talking about today uh, to be able to succeed in any career, whether it's real estate or something else. So yeah, Dan, I think, uh -huh. sorry, Tina, just, just to... Um 
cap that up. Being an entrepreneur is is having that ability to find the the opportunity and to share that. So I think in a tough market, it's like that's an that's a time for an an entrepreneur to really shine when others are going the other direction, thinking opportunity is where everyone else is looking. Yeah. Well, and, and same for me in the financial meltdown, I lost almost everything that I had fortunately did not. Uh, but when I was in such a bad place, uh, late at night and ready to quit the industry, I pulled up a video on perception. And I realized when I was uh, talking about there's no, there's no mortgages left in the financial meltdown. Well, the reality was is 70% of my competitors just got out of the industry. Yeah. There was plenty of opportunity, but until you have that mindset, and then I had one of my best, well, my best year to date in the middle of the financial meltdown, but all it took was a different mindset uh, in the space that you're in. And that's when you can open up the opportunity. Cause as Dan says, there is an opportunity in every market. It's just majority of people don't have the space in order to allow in what that opportunity is right now. And that's all your mindset space. So Dan, what does it take to be a successful real estate broker in, you know, addition to what we've, uh, we've been talking about today? Well, besides the basic training of how to have how to you know do a listing presentation, a buyer consultation, uh, the whole the fundamentals, um, the the basics, and I think this is true for any entrepreneur. It's connecting with people and setting aside uh, setting aside the time to do that consistently, and honestly, starting out doing it badly and being okay with doing it badly because anything new you start out being a musician. I didn't start out great for sure. And my poor f- folks listening to me learning the drums, you know, back in the, <laughs> I mean, you played violin, so that was probably tougher on your folks. I don't know. To me, that would be tougher starting out, but do it badly and have the passion up to where you can get through that, get through the awkward stages of learning anything, but it's the connection with people that has to be consistent for anything. And, and truly coming from that place, place of, um, am I bringing value? Am I bringing value to the conversation that other person? Yeah. If you come from a place of contribution, you will always monetize. And I always say the task is to ask. If you don't ask for the business, you're not going to get the business. So you have to keep asking. And again, being strategic on the ask, uh, you can court the cold or you can stock the cold or you can court the warm. So building those relationships so you can make that process more enjoyable for you and the people that you're trying to uh, serve, you have to make those connections and consistently continue to do so as Dan uh, is sharing with us today. So let's talk about- I like the warm. Warm. Yeah, I want to. I want to. It's always warm. warm. I don't want to. I don't want to stock the cold. <laughs> much, much easier to be building relationships. So, um, Dan, not just in brokers failing, but we know in every single industry, there's a reason that there, there's an 80-20 rule, which actually they're saying it's shifting to a 90-10 rule, and basically that states in everything in life. But the question here um, that I'm going to ask you is results to every industry. If it's an 80-20 rule, that means 80% of people in any profession are only getting 20% of the results. 20% are getting 80% of the results. And that's the same in brokers. So why is it that so many real estate brokers fail in the industry? Well, it it really goes back to the connection. And I think uh, what I see is the ones that connect 
succeed, the ones that track the connections and the ones that actually pay attention to what they're doing. I mean, we have so many tools at John L. Scott as far as just um, follow-up and systems and, and training. And it can be so simple to, okay, I'm going to add five people to my database in one day. It sounds simple. Even one person to the database a day, how many people is that going to add over the over your career? And it's so simple not to do. So um, it, with the focus on connecting with people, there's going to be success with the focus on everything else, which the majority tend to do. Um, that's where they're, that's where they're going to fail. That's where I see it cons most consistently. And so I like what you said in, in the tracking, because once you figure out what is working for you, it will continue to work. And then it's a matter of making small adjustments to have better results. And my first mindset is rejoicing in the small successes. So yes, every small activity that you do and you break it down to the smallest and you consistent, consistently do it, you will have a ripple effect. So with interest rates up, inflation up, and the housing price uh, prices up, is now a good time to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? It always depends. And that's where a conversation is key with a professional because there's, uh, and this is consistent, opportunities everywhere. And it's always like right now, we're starting to see a flattening. We're starting to see the news say the market's going down. Um, in our area, Redmond especially, it's phenomenal. I mean, we're up 26%, uh, Newcastle 25% in the last year. Um, so that's unsustainable. And as we're seeing things backing off, now buyers may not have to pay a hundred grand over. There's going to, there's, there's starting to be some more openings. So it really is about lifestyle looking at, um, you know, where they want to be in the next couple of years. I was looking at just uh, historically real estate. 2008 was the kind of the big crash, right? If somebody bought in 2008, are they sorry now they bought in 2008 if they still own the, own their place. So in, um, in King County, up 130 or Redmond's up 133% from 2008. Mm -hmm. um, King County is up 99% since then. So, and looking at year over year, that's about six, five to 6% per year increase. So even if the market flattens out and it doesn't show signs of going down, certainly in this area, because there's such a lack of inventory, uh, even though we've had such an increase the last couple of years, it's and interest rates historically are still really good. Mm -hmm. So it depends. And for the most part, yeah, if, if you've got a professional looking out for you, you're going to make a great decision and it's going to serve your needs for what you need, not just be overall. It's like second guessing the stock market. Yeah. Yeah. The only way you lose in real estate is you have, you're forced to sell in a bad market. Otherwise, it's a great uh, investment. Uh, with housing becoming less and less affordable, how do you get uh, in with a, a lower modest income? I, I think have putting a plan in place, like if you're not ready to buy, what, what are your steps to get your down payment, whatever that is? Connect with a mortgage professional. Obviously, you're the best, Tina. And have that conversation to... Um, what, what, how can I get my finances to the place where I can buy and maybe start out with a condo or a studio or something like that, or maybe even sharing, um, a, a house, but get in the market because it's, it's not, it's not getting cheaper and the gap is widening, but there are possibilities. So it's really get, getting intentional and then meeting with a professional realtor, uh, with a professional mortgage person that can get you on a path. 
Absolutely. Grand, Dan, great advice. Um, really appreciate you uh, coming into studio and uh, sharing with my listeners. Always a pleasure, Tina. So nice to see you. You too. Coming up next in the Money Hour, business engineering, Lynn Herkes of WOW Success Team right here on 1150 AM KKNW. So is your business working you to death? Well, the WOW Success Team helps business owners just like you get control over your business so it's working for you. Lynn Herkes with the WOW Success Team has an absolute handle on what is needed for your business. To find out how she can help you get your business working for you, visit her website at wowsuccessteam.com and schedule your Get Ready Go meeting. Again, that's Lynn Herkes from the WOW Success Team and Business Engineering at wowsuccessteam.com. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, June 4th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my YouTube show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. And now in studio, Lynn Herkes of WOW Success Team Business business engineering right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Lynn, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, really excited. First time that I've had you uh, on my show. So excited uh, that you're here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited too. Absolutely. A little bit about Lynn. Uh, Lynn of WOW Success Team is a business engineer, website developer, and marketing strategy strategist who works with solopreneurs and small business owners to develop holistic engineered solutions to alleviate their problems and challenges with their business performance and growth. Within BSME, MSBM, and MSBPM, 34 years experience and four self-created bootstrapped businesses of her own, Liv Lynn loves putting the pieces of all your small businesses together so that they fit perfectly. Whether you are just in need of a little help prioritizing or you need an entire business strategy and implementation, Lynn has intuitive, easy to understand and enlightening methods and skills to get your business back on path to success. So uh, Lynn, what is a business engineer? Well, in my, in my terminology, a business engineer is one who has the knowledge, expertise, and experience to take your challenges and pain points and put them together so they become fine finely tuned, exceptionally functional, and a high-performance business machine. Perfect. And we were talking earlier in our panel conversation about uh, not your, per, your target market, but your perfect market and your ideal client. Who is your ideal client, Lynn? My ideal client is someone who is a solopreneur who's grown, but is having challenges and frustrations running the business because they're so overwhelmed with all the business pieces, software and the 
marketing and the digital parts. So they need help organizing those and getting those to work better for them. Yeah. And one of my philosophies is embracing your strengths and hiring out your weakness. And whenever you start to feel some pain in an activity that you have to do, it's time to hire it out. And a lot of that is not with your internal team, but you're hiring out experts uh, that that's their expertise. Because as a business owner, there are a lot of things that you have to do, or you have to bring into your business, but that's not your expertise. And that's when hiring in uh, people to be a part of your team to take that over for you uh, is how you level up your uh, business and how you get better conversions and ultimately have a more successful business. And ultimately how you really serve your community because we're all in business to help people. Uh, but it's how well that you get your information and content out on the product and or service that you have to offer. So Lynn, how do you, how are you helping your clients right now today? So what I do is I work with, um, work with their pain points having to do with the mostly the technical side, either helping them figure out how to get their software to work together to play nice so that they're not trying to use 12 different pieces or figuring out the pieces of their marketing that don't click and work together for them. So why their website or their, their paid for a Google campaign didn't do anything. So I can put those pieces together so that they make sense and explain them and then show them how they work and train them how to use it so that they can hire the right people or do it themselves. Yeah. So take the shortcut and work with an expert that can actually help navigate you through that process, because that can be years to figure out that you've got a glitch in your system that's not running efficiently. And it's um, hundreds of thousands of dollars where you could have actually been able to make that difference. Again, uh, all about uh, bringing in that expertise uh, to, to your business. So you've been in business for how long, Lynn? For eight, over eight years. Okay. And so how did you get into business engineering? Well, this is a long story, but I'll try to make it short. I was an aerospace engineer and a dressage trainer. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't want to continue with the aerospace. Um, it was great, but I didn't want to continue. So I got into scuba, scuba instruction. And long story short, I tore both my rotator cuffs doing something and I ended up having to find a job at another company, which was uh, luxury property management because um, we were living in Hawaii and in Hawaii, if you have, if you're an engineer and you have master's degrees, you're pretty much unhirable. So at the property management company, I was working as an admin, but I got to know the vendors that worked at the property, the housekeepers and landscapers, and they all started to know me and they wanted to know if I could help them with all the stuff that I knew how to do. So I, I did, and I loved it, and I turned it into a business. Now, just recently, I've rebranded as an engineer, a business engineer, because I don't really do coaching or consulting, but what I do is engineering. I problem solve their pain point with the technical stuff that they don't know how to do. Yeah, so two key things uh, that I hope you took away in Lynn's answer, and if not, I'm going to repeat it here, uh, but isn't it great when you've had multiple different careers and you pull pieces out 
and bring those pieces that you're great at that you love doing and combine them into new venture uh, takeaway uh, number one. And um, then the the ability to uh, really bring in what you what you're what you're loving to do into that business and there was another takeaway and I just forgot what my takeaway is this is all just spontaneous if I'm asking uh, my guest question but there was another one but anyways uh, that's great Lynn so uh, so you are an actual engineer yes agreed and 16 years experience Yes. Okay. So what, um, what differentiates you from other business consultants and our coaches? Um, so I focus on the, the technical side. I don't focus on getting you your ideal um, mindset as much as getting you to under, to, I, I teach you how to use the, the, the tools. I focus on the tools all the tools, whether that is coming up with a, a plan, coming up with a, a process or putting your tools together so they're automated and then train you how to use them so you're not wasting your time and your effort. I also can do the same with your employees. If you wanna bring on employees, we'll find the right employees and we'll train them and you how to work together. Yeah, I think one of the, the biggest mistakes or that bring people down in their business is they don't have the system and the process and the efficiency that then that negative mindset comes in and they start questioning everything that they do. So um, you're not working with their mindset, but you're creating that space for their mindset to excel and to really be able to bring those opportunities in and to focus on what you should be good at. If you're a business owner, as Dan uh, or my previous guest, and we talked about in our panel conversation as well, it's all about connections. If you're not a connector, then you need to be doing something else than being the leader and the connector of, of the business and the team. Uh, but all of it, it's in the mindset. And if you have the tools and the efficient way to run those tools, then it allows you to be able to get to business and to build the business. Correct, Lynn? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what is your favorite part of what you do? Well, my favorite, absolute favorite part is when people tell me all the challenges they're having, because that's what starts my wheels turning and gets me excited about coming up with solutions. So I actually love listening to people tell me that their CRM doesn't work or it doesn't mesh with their website or their marketing is broken or they spent $5,000 and it didn't bring them any money. And then I can start asking them questions and my wheels get turning and then solutions to start happening. And then I look forward to fixing them. That's the best part for me. And that's definitely an engineer brain, you know, so, uh, so exciting for people that listen to the show, because a lot of people don't have that, uh, that natural ability or the passion behind that. And it's the overwhelming uh, process. So um, that's, yeah, that's uh, really exciting. So what are you doing uh, right now, Lynn, in your own personal business in building your business uh, connections? Well, I do a lot of networking uh -huh. and I've just been focusing a little bit more on, on networking to help other people, not necessarily to bring business towards me. So I'm listening to people's pain points when they say, oh, you know, I need 
help with whatever. And then I go connect them with someone I've met who can do that for them. And then it just happens in return. Then people think of me when they need to connect someone. So it works really, really good. I really like the networking and focusing on that kind of, uh, I guess, giving more than you're getting. Yeah. And that was my actual, that was my second takeaway. Uh, so thank you for bringing that back in is when, when you're asking questions and finding out what people's problems are, and then from problems, you're actually creating something around that to solve it. And that's exactly what you said in your business is you were just helping people and you realize that there was a need and an issue here. You knew you had the passion behind it. And then here we are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So uh, what is changing in your business uh, right now, Lynn? Well, it's a little negative, actually, what I think is happening, and I don't want to put a negative spin on it, but I think there's a lot of people out there who are becoming coaches, becoming consultants, and becoming digital marketers, website designers, and it's all fast and furious, and they're, they're not looking at a holistic approach to servicing the clients, and I think it's really important to, these are people, and there's they're struggling and they're wanting their business to succeed and they really need someone who cares if they succeed or not enough to explain all the pieces and how they fit together and help them do the right thing because you know just going and getting someone who wants to be a digital marketer or wants to be a consultant but like what Dan said earlier the do me approach do it like me and you'll succeed. That doesn't work. They have to have their own special, exact, customized plan that works for them. And I really feel passionate about bringing that message to people. Well, we didn't have a theme for the show uh, today. It's just organically, we've created a theme and that's its connection. You know, so how do you navigate in your own business, you as a unique person, in that connection and being able to make that best connection and then having a, a plan, a process, a system and the tools needed to efficiently do that. Correct. Correct. So if you, if you were to say the biggest mistake, uh, that business owners, uh, make that you're able to solve, what would that be? I think the biggest mistake is that when you're a business owner and you're struggling, you grab for the first thing that sounds like a solution and without really having the right guidance to know if that's the right solution or even solving the problem. Yeah. So, yeah. You're looking for that. I've done it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's, it's doing it and then realizing, okay, that wasn't the best way to do it and learning from why did that fail? So, mm-hmm. you know, not looking for the shiny penny, the grass is not greener on the other side. You know, you're doing what you're doing for a reason, be your own unique self and bring in experts that can help navigate through that process. And really, again, that's what uh, Lynn does and engineering your business and helping uh, there. So you do initial consultations, uh, Lynn, with business owners? Yes. Yeah, I do. Well, a shout out to anybody who is listening to the show. If you're having struggles in your business right now, uh, reach out to the show. I can get you connected uh, with Lynn. 
If you're looking at getting into the real estate business or understanding what's in the real estate market, that's why I brought Dan in, uh, an expert in that space. And um, so Lynn, thank you for, uh, for coming in and, and joining me in studio. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And if you're listening and you want to connect with either of my guests, please call the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. A uh, big shout out again, Dan, uh, to you. Thank you for coming into studio. My and pleasure. this is Tina Mitchell, your host and local mortgage expert. Got to sign off for the day. Enjoy the rest. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I look forward to talking more money with you next weekend right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.